1: And welcome to episode 90 of the Go Home Show. I'm your host, Eric Bedour, along with my co-host, tag team partner, best friend, Brian Shocker. Brian, how you doing today? I'm great. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, you'll probably be hearing a lot of that. I have a cough that will not leave, and it's all in my chest. Uh, so welcome to hell.
0: Maybe you got the Walter White thing.
1: I got, yeah. Oh, that's good. Meth. That's mm, what I have. Yeah. That's what I have. Yeah. That's what I have. So, so stop meth. Uh, no. Do more. No, do, do more. more. Do that's more. what happened. I don't know if you guys watched if you <coughs> guys watch Breaking Bad, excuse me, uh, but what he does at the end, how it ends, spoilers if you've never seen Breaking Bad, um, how it ends is that he just does a bunch of meth, and everybody's like, oh, this guy's fucking legit. Mm-hmm. We better leave him alone. And they all and they just leave him alone with all of his money and his family. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, if this guy's making meth, and he's fucking, and he's, like, doing it? Mm-hmm. You yep. know, that's that's a scary... Combo. And and his his cancer is... (coughs) Yeah, his cancer goes away from the meth. Yeah. Do meth. Legalize meth. That's all we're saying here. That's all we're saying. People are asking for official Go Home Show merch. That's what it is. It's a t-shirt that says Go Home Show. It's Go Home Show in small letters. And then legalize meth in big old letters. I I actually really want to make that Legalize meth. (laughs) You can't wear that around here because... Uh, people think you're serious yeah and uh, and and you'll you're gonna get mixed reactions of people being really upset about that, like do you know what meth does to people, and then you're gonna get other people who are on meth who are like, "Yeah, man, yeah man, yeah, man, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, hell, yeah,
0: yeah, you got some
1: <coughs> uh, we're back after missing a week. It's the first time we ever missed an episode, sorry. Uh, we want to bring you quality content, and that wasn't happening last week with uh, everything going on. So nope. we're back, and that's as much as we really want to say about it. But we figure if we dive right into it, head first, feet first, uh, as in you jump with like a jackknife position, mm-hmm. where your head and your feet are go like you're kind of bent, like a yeah, like a up and down kind of you Mm -hmm. um head and feet first that's what we're doing right into the water right into the water um so we're gonna talk about let's go over nxt takeover Mm -hmm. we're not gonna go play by play because it's so old at this point but we want to give you overall thoughts i guess uh triple h opens it in the ring which uh he's not on raw because he got speared by reigns or whatever or beat up by reigns right at that pay-per-view yep um so, but he's, they're like, where are you? Oh, he hasn't been on Raw? He's been very hurt. And then he's on, like, NXT.
0: Yeah, and totally fine. It's like, okay. Although he tries to sell that he has been <coughs> beat up and everything, but I, so I, funny. I thought it was yep. not a good way to...
1: Yep. They have a... So he says, like, welcome, we're in London, yay. And then there's a great video package that shows everything. Um, Oscar and Emma have a match. is uh, there. There are so many fucking people at this event. There are a ton of people at this event. It's crazy. Yep. Uh, The crowd's chanting fucker up Asuka. I really like the crowd all night. Yes. Uh, This weekend. Yeah. And it it was funny because I think everybody's seen it, especially by now because it's such old news or whatever, but a lot of the internet was like, those fans suck. They were just chanting to get themselves over, all this stuff. It's like, that's British crowds, man. Yeah. British crowds just sing. It's shit. If they're quiet, that means they don't give a fuck. If they're singing and chanting and everything, means they're they're, they're into it. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of people didn't understand that, which um, I want to chalk up to cultural differences, but also I just think uh, people are looking for an excuse to complain about shit uh, because you're a bunch of dumb babies. I agree with that. uh, So (laughs) That's pretty much that. Um, I like this match a lot. I thought the crowd... (coughs) Excuse me. I think, man, this is going to be a really hard episode for you guys to listen to. I really apologize. Um... The crowd's really into it. They're chanting, "Fucker her up, Asuka, fuck her up. And I thought that was great. Oscar um, gets the heat on her after she's in control. And then uh, Dana Brooke distracts and Emma gets the upper hand, beating down Asuka through a lot of the match. I thought that was really cool. Uh, Asuka hits like multiple back fists on Emma. I thought that was really great. Um, there's a butterfly suplex into the turnbuckle by Emma, which looked awesome. The Emma lock gets reversed into an ankle lock, into a German suplex, into a shining wizard knee. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, Asuka just is incredible.
0: <clears throat> yeah.
1: She goes to the Asuka lock, but Emma grabs the ref. The ref gets takes a bump into the corner. Uh, Dana Brooke throws a belt in. They do this really cool sequence where Emma has the belt, Asuka takes it, the ref sees it, and then, uh, she, you know, it's the Eddie Guerrero like, oh, you, were, you hit her with the belt, and yeah. Asuka's like, no, I didn't, and then Emma tries to roll her up. Everybody bought the near fall. Oscar reverses into the Oscar lock. Uh, Dana distracts the ref. Uh, Emma taps, but the ref doesn't see it. Emma tries to use the belt, and then Oscar just kicks her head off. Love. So they really got you on every front of, like, yep. uh, I mean, you every near fall, every distraction, every, like, little bit or whatever I thought was played really perfectly in this match. <coughs> Excuse me. I think Emma and Oscar were really, really good. I think Oscar's probably one of the best wrestlers on the entire roster in I WWE. I agree with that. She's incredible, so I thought that was a really great match. Uh, Asuka looked really good, mm-hmm. uh, looked really strong, and Dana and Emma are like the comedic foils again, yeah. which is fine, I guess. Uh, Johnny Saint is in the crowd. Hell yeah. If you've never watched Johnny Saint matches, watch how smooth that guy is in the 70s. Um, great technical wrestler. Enzo and Cass against Dash and Dawson. Go back and forth at the beginning. Uh, Dash clotheslines the post on the outside. I thought that was a funny part in the opening <laughs> moments of this match. Uh, Cass presses Dash into Dawson. I thought that was funny. Air Enzo gets avoided, avoided, but then Dash and Dawson are on the outside. So Cass just throws Enzo into a dive onto the outside. <laughs> he
0: just throws a man.
1: Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Cass looked really good in this match. Oh, I thought they were, I thought they both looked really mm-hmm. good. Uh, I like the crowd chanting, are you Dawson, are you Dash? That was... Which is really funny. <laughs> <coughs> uh, they do, uh, Scott Dawson does a slingshot, uh, slingshot suplex. He also does a Gord Buster, so they're just doing all of uh, Tolly Blanchard and Arn Anderson's moves. They're that's, just doing all the brainbusters moves. That's totally that, fine with that's me. That's it. Uh, Enzo does, it comes back. He, there's heat on Enzo. He comes back with a second rope DDT. Hot tag to Cass. He cleans house, uh, but they cut him off with a chop block. Uh, going for air Enzo, Dawson pulls Enzo off the ropes and then uh, throws Cass into the pole. Enzo gets tossed off the top into a shatter machine, and, uh, and nobody could believe it. Yep. Dash and Dawson won. Everybody was expecting... Oh, end zone cast win. Yeah, whatever. We all thought...
0: I thought these first two <coughs> matches gave you everything that's to love about wrestling. Yep. Good story, great wrestling, good pacing, mm-hmm. fun spots. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is what uh, NXT excels at and knows how to fill every minute of its programming mm-hmm. with something worth watching. Mm-hmm.
1: A lot of fun. A mm-hmm. lot of fun
0: to watch. Um, really crazy, like...
1: I mean, it's... It's crazy to see just the most basic wrestling get over in such a big way. Mm-hmm. The mechanics Dawson and, and Dash are just straightforward. Yeah, they they just they pick a body part and they just work it and and they do basic stuff
0: and they tag in and out and every and like you're mad at them and that's it. Mm-hmm. I love them. They're my favorite tag team. I think right now. i I just love everything about them from their look to to their in-ring movement i just think they're great oh they had the coolest white satin jackets oh man i yeah and then they're they're like out of ring gear like they're just in those um those like uh, varsity jackets yeah yeah the satin white satin jackets looking cool
1: yeah they're so cool made me say yeah all day all night uh cruz and corbin uh i like this fast-paced match cruz is in control until he gets uh, up and over it into the steps, and then uh, Baron Corbin yells, "You should have stayed in Ring of Honor." Which uh, I, I mean, everybody's made the joke by now, but like he was never in—I don't think he was ever in Ring of Honor. Mm. I'm pretty sure. I mean, everybody on the internet was going, "Yeah, this is dumb. He, he was never even in Ring of Honor." That's—I just—I like that because it's just Baron Corbin going like, it, "There's, there's WWE, and there's, there's NXT, and then there's if you're an independent wrestler, you wrestled in Ring of Honor. That's it."
0: Yeah. I, I would like to think that, that that's how <coughs> how his approach was on that, because mm-hmm. that would have been way funnier.
1: Yep. Uh, there's a fuck you Corbin chant, which I thought was funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cruz rallies, uh, hits a double leg and lots of fists, uh, which showed his aggressive side. I like that a lot. Uh, hits a moonsault off the apron. There's a spinning backdrop to Corbin, or uh, by Corbin that he calls the deep six. It's like the boss man slam, or mm-hmm. like the sidewalk slam, but he catches him in like a backdrop and just spins him out and everything. It mm-hmm. looks really good. I like it a lot uh end of days gets reversed into an enziguri to a standing moonsault and then end of days from out of nowhere and corbin wins the match which i think surprised most people surprised me yep i really didn't think he was gonna win i think we can safely say uh with 2015 wrapping up baron corbin most improved 2015 i would absolutely agree with that i mean that that guy was to me someone that was just like okay come in just do like your little thing and then leave he found his groove in the character Mm -hmm. the crowd hates him the crowd hates him the right way he has greatly improved his moveset. He worked on his pacing a lot. He found his way in the ring. I don't think he wastes a lot of like the movement that he
0: did before. no he seems more comfortable in his own skin in the ring mm-hmm. so. and I, and I think this all comes to the testament of <coughs> letting somebody sit on their character mm-hmm. and letting them kind of figure it out because you're only gonna make it work if if it's through your own lens. yeah, they yeah. always say they always say like. Oh, your gimmick has to be you, but, like, ten times bigger. It doesn't necessarily mean it needs to be who you are every day, day to day. It means, like, a part of you pushed up to ten. And yep. I think that's that's Baron Corbin's gimmick <coughs> now. Excuse me. I love it. I think, yep. he, I think he's going to be a lot of fun to watch next yep. year.
1: most improved 2015. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, curious to see where he goes from here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nia Jax promo, where she's talking about being the next women's champion, and then uh, she looks off to the side, and Asuka is watching her. And Asuka just gives a smile and then walks away. Fuck. Hell yeah.
0: Fuck yeah. I, didn't, I, like I didn't
1: know I wanted that match.
0: I like Asuka a lot. I like mm-hmm. that they're teasing a match, but not necessarily jumping right into it.
1: Uh, Bailey versus Nia Jax. Uh, Jax dominates. Hits a shoulder breaker and a cobra clutch at the beginning. Bailey rallies. That's pretty much how the whole match goes. Mm-hmm. Every time Bailey gets uh, some moves in, her momentum gets stopped uh, by Jax. <coughs> um, there's a... Uh, Uh, Bailey hits a flipping senton but then Nia Jax hits three Samoan drops and a leg drop and she just puts a foot on Bailey think it's the end of the match Bailey kicks out Uh, Jax can't believe it Bailey gets thrown around and squashed and beat up three leg drops to the back of the head and then another cocky pin and Bailey kicks out it reminds me of Savage and Warrior when uh, Macho Man went off the top like seven times on Warrior and Warrior just like no sold the whole thing (laughs) yeah one of the many reasons I don't like Warrior so dumb when you watch it now you just go this is dumb it's so I hated it so much. Um, top rope, Samoan drop gets reversed into a, a guillotine. There's three guillotine chokes, and Nia Jax taps out in the middle of the ring, which I thought was funny because uh, when she's getting choked out uh, on like the top rope, she walks into like the middle of the ring when she could have just held on to the ropes. Yeah. I just thought that spot was funny. Uh, it's not that this match was bad or whatever. It's just that I pretty much got exactly what I expected—a David and Goliath thing—and um, that was it. Yeah, I mean, it was David I- and Goliath.
0: I think that, you know, it's a really good match <coughs> to have somebody like Jax uh, go against early in her career. Because it ended up making her actually look pretty good. Yeah. Because she could stick to a few moves and have Bailey kind of like, you know, oh, try to rally back but then get knocked down. And then go stick to your few moves. Yep. But give you that, like, big match um, under your belt so you have that experience. Yep, yep, so, exactly. so I thought it
1: worked really well for both. Yep, yep. It, it was It was pretty much what you – you got – Pretty much exactly what you expected mm-hmm. out of this match. I, I think beat for beat, it was pretty much the most solid, like yes, mm-hmm. straightforward match on the whole card. Uh, Joe versus Balor. The crowd is incredibly split. I, I mean, oh, I mean. There, there, there's a reason Joe gets cheered. There's a reason he gets booed. Mm-hmm. There's a reason he gets cheered. Mm-hmm. The, the guy like totally re- like reinvigorated his career in 2015. Yeah, like that. What a great thing for Samoa Joe. Yep. Came back. <coughs> excuse me. Um Came back. Has this whole new fire lit underneath him. Watching him be a heel where he just gets to, like, beat the shit out of people and everything, that's Samoa Joe I love. That's... Oh, he's Um, such a good heel like that. He's fun to watch, so... Um, Very cool. Very, very, very cool. Um, Penalty kick by Balor from the apron I thought was really cool. Joe gets drop-kicked into the steps. Uh, Balor misses the coup de grace on the steps and gets STO'd by Joe on the outside. Uh, Joe gets all of his shit in. Uh... I really like this match. The Joe hit all of his cool spots. The power bomb into the crab, into the uh, crossface. I thought looked really, really great. Yeah. Um, Balor fires up. Hits corner injuries on Joe uh, off the top, and then Balor dives. There's the coup de grace on a standing Joe mm-hmm. to, to like his back. <coughs> Excuse me. Joe kicks out. A uh, corner drop kick gets avoided. There's a senton, a muscle buster, a roll through, and a pele kick, which I thought was a really cool spot. Uh, they do a double down. They get up into the boo and yay spot. Um, the crowd is red hot through like this whole thing. Through the whole show, the yep. crowd is so into this. I really like the crowd. NXT like, really had an awesome 2015, and uh, it's because of the crowds, I think, a lot of the time. And, and them traveling. Yep, Everybody gets to watch like a cool wrestling show. They're booked really well. Everybody looks good. Everybody's into it. So, it, very cool. The Pele get, kick gets caught uh, into the Coquita Clutch, but uh, Balor gets to the corner. There's a Kokita clutch from the apron, he gets pulled up and over the ropes, but as Joe falls back to, like, lock it in, uh, Balor rolls through, hits a double stomp, then a sling blade, three corner drop kicks, and a coup de gras, uh, Joe gets to his feet, uh, goes for a muscle buster, uh, after the coup de gras is avoided, the, Joe hits an enziguri, Balor hits a chop, and, uh, there's a uh, coup de gras, and that's the end of the match. That's it. And uh, that I, am, I liked it. I liked it too. That was a great title match. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty much what you expect from uh, an NXT main event uh, uh, for the title. I mean, it's their most straightforward. It's the most WWE-type match that you're going to get mm-hmm. from NXT, uh, their main event title matches. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cause it's showing that like oh look we can wrestle this WWE style but like turned up a little bit.
0: I liked um, I liked it a lot. I thought yeah. I thought commentating this week, <coughs> the uh, for Takeover and the following week were they just keep getting better and yeah. better. Yeah yeah
1: yeah. Um, a lot of fun to listen to mm-hmm. Corey Graves and and uh, By- I think Byron Saxton's really good here and. Uh, Rich Brennan, uh, it's funny because Byron Saxton on Raw is awful. Yeah, and and I don't think anybody disagrees, and I think probably Byron Saxton would uh, agree with that as well. I think so um, because he's Michael Cole. He's a nerd. He's like the nerdier Michael Cole. Yeah. I don't
0: get why you have a three man team on that show. I don't understand. I understand a three man team on NXT because you have the like because they really do fit their characters. I still would think it's better with two because it it's too many people talking, but. You have the straight call guy who calls the match. Then you have the two opposite sides who can 100% go for the one guy. Mm-hmm. And I think that gives you a good way to build story while still having the match be called at the same <coughs> time. Whereas on Raw, you have two Michael Coles and, like, a JBL who flip-flops between the two characters. Like, he's not the heel. Mm-hmm. But he is the heel, mm-hmm. but then sometimes Byron's the heel, and then there's no consistency, and Michael Cole is just the voice of wrong. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't like it. It's just disorganized, whereas this has a lot more focus, so mm-hmm. it works. Mm-hmm. I still think two, two-man two call team is the best. Yep. Yep.
1: I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get the three-man call team thing. I, I, I don't... I think it's even distracting on NXT. I think you can go to two, and you're fine. I agree. <coughs> I think three-man call team on NXT is just to get people reps. Uh, just to get them on the show. Mm. Um, Like, Byron Saxon doesn't need to be on there, but that's what's going to make him better on Raw, I guess. But he shouldn't be on Raw. But, like, the commentary's so bad on Raw. Yeah. Like, what a misery Raw is right now. Like, what a bad show. Like, what, what just, like, a bad show Raw is. <laughs> what an unfun three hours that is every week. It is just, it is... It's not fun. it's not fun. No, it's not fun, uh, no. it's not fun at all.
0: It's, it's very, uh, it's very laborious. It drags <coughs> on. It has everything that I don't like in wrestling. There is a lot of wasted movement. There is a lot of wasted time. Nothing connects to the next segment, and it all just feels like it shouldn't happen to begin with because there is no there is no motivation. Important things should be happening on Raw. Nothing important
1: feels like it happens on Raw. Mm-hmm. So I, I, it's really weird. It, like pay per views feel like Raw. Raw feels like SmackDown. SmackDown feels like WCW Thunder. Like
0: Did they have wrestling on Thunder? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And nothing mattered. It was like Psychosis versus Glacier. You're like, yeah, I guess that was <laughs> I guess that was cool, but like Who cares? Yeah, like this doesn't matter. Yeah. Same as Dean Ambrose versus Kevin Owens. Cool. On SmackDown. Oh, I don't need to watch that. Mm-mm. If it's if it's good, they'll just book it on Raw. Yep. And they'll do the same spots. (laughs) Yep. Smackdown moving to USA. Doesn't fucking matter. No. It it, like it's they can't even get people keep saying you see this stuff online or when you talk to people or whatever. They're like, oh, yeah, they're trying to make like raw like Smackdown like an important show. They can't even make raw an important show. Like you're out of your fucking mind if you think they're going to like turn around Smackdown into something that's watchable. Uh -uh. You're fucking crazy. Uh -uh. They can't even make raw watchable.
0: Mm -mm.
1: Raw sucks. Raw fucking sucks. It's boring as shit. It is a big fucking waste of time. Yeah. And then you have pay-per-views, which are shorter than Raw. What the fuck? And like, that's when anything happens. Mm -hmm. Who gives a shit? Oh yeah, SmackDown's gonna be
0: important. No, it's fucking not. Nope.
1: No, it's just gonna be on USA.
0: Yeah, that's that's the only thing and it's gonna be live now. Not gonna fucking matter. Which I don't think you need to have happen. (coughs) Not at all. Your expenses for that are gonna be out of control it's, that's gonna be so expensive to do it, a La- lot i I remember like I went to a Monday night raw taped on a Tuesday like like it was They used to
1: be taped raw raw used to be live one week and then taped the next week they should live do, one week take the next week like they should that?
0: absolutely go back to doing
1: that so I don't know it's Smackdown is not important I mean I, it's not. It's, it's not, not, it's it's not, not at imp- all. It's not important, and, like, people are talking. Yeah, yeah, they're going to, like, They're. Gonna, it's going to be important. Raw sucks, man. How? And that's, like, the flagship. Raw is the show that you're supposed to watch every week to, like, keep everything going. They can't even make anything interesting on that. They're going to
0: have another two hours where nothing is going to be important. It just doesn't make any sense to me to have a show like SmackDown. <coughs> And have it be tied to Raw without it being like, okay, well, tomorrow you face this guy and they book the show on Monday night, so you tune in and watch it and then they don't show the recap on Monday, which will never happen, Mm -hmm. but you can't, that's why I think they, they, it was always best when they were separate brands. Because you can't have a, you can't have a show that matters if both shows are covering the same characters. I think that's absolutely
1: wrong. Like, SmackDown, when it started, Mm -hmm. was just as like, you gotta
0: watch this as Raw. I, I guess what I'm saying is that they'll still recap it on Raw, which makes you not necessarily <coughs> have to watch SmackDown, and that is the is the issue that I'm that yeah, I'm kind of. yeah I understand
1: avoid. I understand, but like you can have them be the same brand. Mm-hmm. This is I hate when people bring up the brand split. Like that's the only way you can do it. That's so uncreative and like it's such a to me it's such a cop out. Mm, excuse me, it's such a cop out to just go yeah split it. Oh they no. It sucked. <laughs> it fucking sucked. Like you can't you can't just look at what was good about the brand split and go, "Yeah, do it again."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Raw was fucking unwatchable. I was a fan and Raw was fucking unwatchable. SmackDown ruled. Mm-hmm. SmackDown was incredible and was booked by Paul Heyman was a blast. Mm-hmm. Raw was Triple H Every week, mm-hmm. uh, I have the title, and then he wouldn't wrestle, and then it, and then eventually he would wrestle, and there would be a non-finish. It's mm-hmm. just like what you get on Raw now, but with half as many people. I guess I didn't watch during that time it at all. It sucked. SmackDown, when it started, mm-hmm. and for years mm-hmm. after it started, was an important show mm-hmm. where things happened, storylines continued, stuff went on. Mm-hmm. You can have... SmackDown and Raw both be important and feed into each other where it's like, well, you have to watch, you have to watch, you have to watch. Raw doesn't even make me want to tune in to Raw next week. Do you understand that this is the second week Mm -hmm. we're going on next week on Raw is the second week in a row where they've announced a main event and that's two weeks in a row that they've announced like a match. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't remember the last time they fucking did that. When was the last time you got two weeks in a row where there was an announced match? You had seen Adel Rio this week. Next week is Sheamus Reigns with Vince McMahon as a special guest referee. Two weeks in a row you have announced main events. Hmm. Hey, guess what? That's going to make people go like, oh yeah, well, I'll tune in for that. Yeah. Wow, that's fucking incredible. If you book it so that way people know what they might be seeing next week, they might want to watch it. Wow, what a fucking novel concept. Hmm. Ooh, don't write the show the day of the show? Incredible. How fucking incredible that is. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, I, see, I SmackDown is not important and will never be important until Raw fixes all of its problems. Not some, like all. Right. There are so many problems with Raw, so many problems with Raw, that SmackDown is going to be like, yeah, it's, it, watch, you'll see, two months Two months, it's back to being what it is now. Nothing. Like, two months, SmackDown is back to being what it is right now. I would agree with that. It's It will change over, and it'll be like, look look what happened on SmackDown. Look what happened on SmackDown. Look what happened on SmackDown for two months. And then guess what? They'll lose interest, and then you'll have people backstage going like, yeah, the important stuff is now. You have to, at the beginning of all the matches, everyone should be doing you have to be doing lockups into a headlock because that's what wrestling it like. You'll get some fucking hairbrain idea backstage where everyone has to do this now, and they'll forget SmackDown fucking exists, just right. like they are right now. <coughs> Excuse me, that was very ranty, but it's I, I, no, I just but
0: I, I think you make a lot of good points about about the overall issue. Isn't that it's like SmackDown needs a re- reformation, or that like the shows need to be plotted out weird? It's that there are <coughs> a lot of problems that aren't being fixed or your test. main
1: show is. F- Fucking broken. Yeah, and you're just go- and people are going like, "Yeah, SmackDown's going to be important." You're out of your fucking mind
0: because they run SmackDown like Raw, but it de- but it doesn't matter. Yeah. So there's even less. Exactly. Concern. I see. It. Yeah, yeah, I see. It. I see Not- what you're saying. If if yeah. if
1: something important happens on SmackDown, I will see it recapped on Raw because it's a three hour show, and also they'll probably just book it again. Yeah, they will probably just book it again. That's what they do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, this match was okay. Yeah. Hey, well, here's a rematch from SmackDown. Okay, well, I guess that was the match that was important. Yeah. There will still be good wrestling on SmackDown. Right. It, the weight of it... I, hey, I love wrestling for wrestling's sake, but when it's a show that you have to commit time to and everything, the, the story is important. There's no story on SmackDown that is like driving. Mm-mm. That's it. Yeah. John Cena doesn't appear on SmackDown. That should tell you everything about how they feel about SmackDown. Yeah if they gave a shit about smackdown, John Cena would be on it. And he will be for 2 months. And then Gone. come the end of February, let me know when he's on it again. And that lull between Royal Rumble
0: and <coughs> Fastlane and then some WrestleMania. What's in uh what's in February? Fastlane. Oh, oh, I th- I'm sorry. Yeah, so it'll be Fastlane and uh WrestleMania. WrestleMania yeah. That's that's when it'll stop mattering again. Yep. Cause Royal Rumble will Crazy. be over. They built the characters they needed to build in those in those yep. times yep. and then Which they won't do, actually, why did I even say that? They spend no time developing character. You don't see anybody progress. Yep. Guys,
1: Smackdown's gonna be really important.
0: You're out of your fucking mind if you really
1: believe that. If you really like if you went on a message board and you wrote about how like Smackdown's gonna be important, throw your keyboard away. Like really throw your keyboard away. Like you have, you have uh, it in like your opinion is of, of no consequence Mm-mm. because you're crazy. You're a crazy person. Smackdown's going to matter. There might be one title change in the two months where it's important and then never again. Like, remember the first main event that was on like I TV and Seamus won the U S title from Kofi Kingston or something like that. Yeah. That was main event being really important guys. No, it's not even on TV whatever. Hey, back to NXT. This week's NXT. villains against Gable and Jordan, against the Hype Bros, against Banff. <coughs> uh,
0: the crowd loves Gable and Jordan. Everybody I, loves Gable and Jordan. I would say Gable is the breakout star of this year for NXT. Uh,
1: I think that's a bold statement. I think he's the breakout star of the last quarter of, N- of this year of NXT. Mm.
0: Kevin Owens? Sami Zayn? Adrian Neville? Like, come on. No, but in NXT. They they were already on their way out to WWE. Except for I, except for Zayn. I, I guess. I mean, I'm just like... Because Owens, Owens came in last year, and he was already in WWE by May. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, Neville was already gone at that point. He he was in his waning period. And then, <coughs> and then Zane got injured, um, like, December mm-hmm. of last year. So he really didn't do... Balor? Too- Balor wasn't a breakout star this year? I would say that... that That with Balor, I think you just, you knew what he was going to do. He came there and he did it. And so I would say he, he was the guy who delivered. I think Gable's the most surprising
1: fan favorite in NXT this year. Mm -hmm. Like who, who would have thought that Chad Gable would have been getting the (laughs) ovation? Like he got like the (laughs) biggest pop of like anyone just weird. Really weird. So very,
0: very surprising. Whatever it is you want to call him, he is one of my favorite things to watch oh, in the he's NXT Absolutely
1: right now. A, a blast to watch. Like, uh, he's, he's he's great in, in every way. Uh everyone gets tossed to the outside, and then there's a standoff, eight man standoff in the ring. Oh, also the VOD villains are uh Doctor Who and Sherlock Holmes. You fucking nerds. You fucking nerds. Jesus Christ. Uh, there's a standoff. Oh, there's heat on Gable. So Gable's in the ring. Every time Gable gets out of the ring, everybody chants, "We want Gable!" <laughs> and then he gets in the ring, and everyone cheers. And mm-hmm. then he gets beat up, and everybody boos the shit out That's of everyone. Great. so funny. I love it. <coughs> he goes to hot tag Jordan, but Murphy pulls uh Jordan off the apron, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. I think Murphy is quietly one of the most improved guys in NXT. He is, like, really... Every time I see him now, like, in, like, the last month, Mm -hmm. his character, his movement in the ring and everything seems so much more sure and so much louder. Yeah. Uh, It seems like he just kind of, like, found a role and, like, really fit in it, and I think he's quietly one of the guys to watch. Um, Hopefully he, like, really breaks out, because I I think he's a very... I think he's got something... I agree. ...there. I don't think they'll ever do anything with it, but... um, yeah he kind of quietly became a guy that i, I really enjoy watching mm-hmm. there's eventually a hot tag to jason jordan he comes in with drop kicks and suplexes he's just tossing people all around overhead belly to bellies uh backdrop suplexes exploder leg capture shit like the corners so good he takes the strap down and and people are just going fucking nuts so good so cool uh murphy gets belly to belly to the outside onto everyone and then there's a grand amplitude to uh wesley blake and Jable and Gort- Jabel and gordon <laughs>
0: Jable and Gordon win this match. Yep, I, I love this match. This match <coughs> was so good and it shows exactly what NXT is doing for its younger talent which is showing them how to put on an entire show in the ring. When that first near fall comes and all four corners duck under to like break up the count just in case to me that is showing like um, an investment in the match for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, oh okay, oh one person wants to win. It's like, no, if whoever gets... Pinned, everybody loses except for that person. So it's like, I thought that was really (coughs) a really cool thing to see. Just like them moving in the ring, their awareness in the ring, what they like, how they showed themselves, how they moved. Yeah, everybody was very aware. Everybody's coming into their characters really well. Mm -hmm. And watching a man get thrown over another (laughs) man's head Uh to the outside was like incredible. (coughs) Jason Jordan is like. How the fuck did you... I know? A lot of that was you know him grabbing the ropes yeah. and flipping over. Uh-huh. Still, it looked incredible.
1: It did. It looked great. Um, and it was a lot of fun to watch. This mm-hmm. was a fun show. Really fun show. Um, Dana and Emma are in the trainer's room, and Dana's like, "I got we, we got a plan because we got. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take out Oscar. If Oscar even shows her face, and then Oscar shows up, and Dana just turns her back." And then Asuka's like weird and like, yeah. hey, Emma, ooh. And then like leaves and Dana just goes, is she gone? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's good that she let, la- like, so. I loved it. So fucking funny. What a rat weasel. It's so funny. Like, that's the perfect character for her. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, have fun. Her I- character is really good. I really like her <coughs> Um,. Really, I I really like that a lot. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. Uh, Ty Dillinger cuts a promo on Sami Zayn saying that Sami Zayn is not the perfect ten, and uh, Ty Dillinger has that haircut all the days, all the all the he wakes up and he has that haircut, and he goes to the grocery store and he has that haircut, and sometimes he puts on a hat. Yeah, uh, I mean, do you think him and like Enzo are just like okay, we gotta like like we gotta go somewhere now, and like they just have those haircuts, so, like all right, let's go to the gym, and everyone at the gym just goes, what the fuck is going. Who are these fucking jack dudes with these fucking? Cr- what are these haircuts like? Oh fuck! It's <coughs> great. I love it. I don't think a lot of people think about that. Mm. Like I know Seamus has like the faux hawk thing. You can like, but but yeah, I was gonna say. And the rest of the time, it's down, and he looks like Macklemore. Yeah. Like, I'm t- Ty Dellinger has a top knot and like shit, like shaved into like the
0: side like of his head. Lightning bolts.
1: Yeah. Like that's just that's straight up like his haircut. Uh huh
0: looks like a roadster from the 60s.
1: <coughs> Just weird, man. It's awesome. I love it. Um oh god, this cough is like fucking me up. Uh Elias Samson has a video package and he says that he's going to take over NXT. And then he has a match against Bold Dempsey and everyone's like, "That's the debut of Elias Samson." No, it's not. It's the rematch of this fucking match which we saw at the last takeover in Brooklyn. Yeah. Bold Dempsey versus Elias Samson was the match. This is a rematch. So right now, they're tied 1 to 1 in squash matches. <laughs> Uh uh yep. bold mc gets some offense in and uh Elias Sampson hits a high knee and then a top rope elbow drop where I, I didn't understand Elias Sampson I'm like I don't really get what this character is cuz after he wins he like plays a guitar an acoustic guitar plays an acoustic guitar in the ring which you can't hear you can't hear it I don't get it he didn't el kabong anyone no. so like he's not jeff jarrett nope I, I don't I don't get it He just came down, he's like, yeah, I'm the drifter. Okay, whatever. Why why do you want to wrestle? What is this? Anyway, I didn't really understand the character. I Mm -hmm. still don't, but Mm -hmm. I have my theories. Right. And here's my theory. In about a month, he's gonna be Macho Man Randy Savage. Because when he did the top rope elbow drop, he looked exactly like the Macho Man Randy Savage. He really did. I mean, exactly. I don't mean kind of like? No. I don't mean reminded me of. No. I mean, I was watching it and I went that's Macho Man Randy Savage. It looked exactly like him. He did the same, hold the arms in the same position. He has that intense look. He's got the beard. He has beady eyes. He looked, his hair's the same. Yeah, his body looks the same. He looks exactly like Macho Man Randy Savage and I don't know what to do because at first I went, he looks like Damien Sandow. And then now he just looks like Macho Man.
0: Yeah. What is he? Well, you did have, uh, what, 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 Macho Mandow? Yeah. They should have a Macho Man off.
1: Whoa. Dude, is that your scoop? That's my scoop. Holy secret shit. Scoop. That was a secret scoop. Brian slid that scoop right yep. in. You guys weren't even prepared for it. Nope. <coughs> guys, that was the secret scoop of the week. There's a Macho Man off. All right, that might be the title of the episode. <laughs> There's a Macho Man off. That's, what the fuck? Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's, uh, they're both going to be the Macho Man Randy Savage. Right. What Do you think one will be uh, Ma- Macho King? No, what, oh, that's pretty good. Uh, it, it's going to be Macho Mandow and, uh, uh Macho Manson and, uh. <laughs> maybe maybe not macho manson that might not work um shit macho manson might be the title of this episode (laughs) (coughs) (coughs) um uh and they're both gonna be uh they're gonna fight for the title of the machoist man yeah. What the fuck? Like he just looks exactly like Randy Savage. It was so weird that uh, character. Yeah, he's going. It's on a. He's on a short trip to nowhere. Uh, um, we'll, we'll see what ends up happening with it. Okay, here's what's going to happen with it. He's on a short trip to nowhere. That like I, nothing about that character said we have faith in this guy. Uh, nothing. He had he had vignettes and then he went out there and it was the most boring walk to the ring. And then he sat on the top and then he took off his stuff and then he looked like the Macho Man Randy Savage, and then he played an acoustic guitar.
0: Also, what a what a retard like, what a what a just not, I don't know. I don't like that they did it in, in England. Like, the fact that it's a, a drifter, which is so very much <coughs> an American gimmick. He got on a plane. He drifted his way onto a plane. <laughs> he drifted, a, yeah, you know the drifter who gets on planes and flies to England. He drifted his way on <laughs> off to England. And, and you know how relatable that is to English people, drifters <laughs> and weird people who are like, out of sorts and don't queue up. He didn't even look like a drifter. He just looked like a di- like he looked like a guy
1: that I would see at a bar and just go fuck this guy. He looked like a guy in Hollywood. Yeah, he did. He had a deep he had a deep V and some necklaces and like a whole bunch of shit on his wrist. Yep. And then he looked like Macho Man. <laughs> <coughs> Mechanics. They cut a promo about how they're the best. They are. They are the champions. Simply the best. Cheers. Yeah, better than all the rest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dillinger versus Zane. Ty Dillinger comes out, and the crowd went crazy for
0: him. I know, it They're awesome. chanting
1: 10, they fucking love him. Holy shit. Ty Dillinger, we love you. 10, 10, 10. Everybody loves him. The first note, not even the first note of Zayn's music hits, everybody's chanting Ole. Yeah. The first note of his music hits, Ty Dillinger is now automatically the heel. That's great. They're still chanting 10, but no way do they want Ty Dillinger to win. Mm-mm. Sammy Zayn is so over with this crowd. By the way... He's fucking gigantic right now. He's a big boy. He got...
0: (laughs) I didn't even mean to.
1: If you've not watched it, please pause this right now and go to YouTube and type in El Generico is a big boy. Just that. Just that. And watch that clip because that is Kevin Owens back when he was Kevin Steen almost crying on commentary with Excalibur. That That is such a funny fucking moment.
0: Oh my god.
1: <laughs> El Generico is a big boy. So good. Sami Zayn is a big boy right now. He is. Sami Zayn is a big boy. Uh, Ty Dellinger works the left arm of Sami Zayn, which is the arm that was injured. Mm-hmm. Um, Sami Zayn hits his Tiger Mask uh, arm drag and then a fake dive, and the crowd goes crazy. Uh, sammy gets shoved into the ring post. Uh, Ty Dillinger is locking in headlocks and arm locks and headlocks, and uh, the crowd starts chanting, Fuck your top knot and you're a wanker. I love it. I love <coughs> the British crowd, they yep. it creative. Really, really fun crowd. Uh, Zane dives to the outside. He hits a blue thunderbomb. Ty Dillinger goes for a super kick. It gets caught and then tossed down. Little sequence, and then uh, a roll up, a kick out, and then Ty Dillinger just kicks Sami Zayn's head off. <laughs> Oh my God! Sami Zayn sells like, it like he has a concussion. Yeah, uh, and then Sami Zayn makes his comeback, hits a corner exploder and a haluva kick, and then Sami Zayn cuts a promo saying, "Hey, I'm Sami Zayn, and you guys, I couldn't do this without you guys. I love you guys." And he's the number one face in NXT. Yep. He will have a road to redemption again, where he'll uh, have some kind of feud with a bad guy, and then um, who he'll get? Just any? Not not the title. Joe. 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 Uh, Because he can, Sami Zayn can lose and be on his way or whatever, and Joe can stay. And uh, because Sami Zayn's coming to Raw, like he has to work the ring rust off, Mm -hmm. but I want Sami Zayn versus Samoa Joe
0: really bad. Yeah, that I mean, that that would be we've seen that match, but you don't have another
1: top level heel,
0: you don't, unless you use Corbin which is not a good idea to put Zane against Corbin right now. Not not right now. Unless um, Corbin steals the title from Finn <coughs> Balor and Finn Balor goes to WWE, which yep. is not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um then then you have that opportunity, but I don't think uh I don't think Zane's the one you want to use that no. That win no. on you want to use that on like Apollo Crews.
1: Yep. Uh some I don't know. I don't really know where 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 they're going or what they're going to do because I think you have um a lot of as Sasha Banks Song says the sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a lot of talent in a lot of different places. You can move some people up and down. Hideo Tommy's probably coming back soon, mm-hmm. I would assume. Um, Zane being back is really, really great. And then, I don't know, we wait and see. Because um, it's kind of stacked up there at the top with a lot of people that you can't really shuffle around that much, I yeah. guess. Um, I see Cruz and Joe probably having a program. And Balor and Corbin probably having a program. And I don't know where that leaves Zane. That's what I think is happening.
0: Who is your
1: mid mid card heel? Top, it was yeah, it was card. Tyler Breeze but now he's on Raw or whatever it, or he's on SmackDown or he's somewhere. Um I don't know, you can bring someone in, you can bring a heel in from Raw. You can bring Curtis Axel in. You can bring you know, yeah. y- you you can bring in someone from Raw or whatever some lower card guy and just give him like a little like a like a few reps down there with Sami Zayn to get him over someone who can eat a loss before he goes on to like Samoa Joe. Uh, it's like what they do with Titus O'Neil. Mm-hmm. Remember?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> you have someone down there for like a month and uh training and stuff. And I don't know. Who's like a lower card heel that you could probably have down there?
0: Uh I don't know. That's the thing. Like I, you have the, the first person that came to mind is Bo Dallas, but. Yeah, he's not coming back. He's not coming he's back. He's not welcome. Mm -mm. he's not welcome back Mm -mm. Uh, so I don't know Uh, if you guys if you guys can think of it
1: let us know who you think Sami Zayn's gonna be feuding with because no NXT this week Mm -mm. no NXT next week oh damn I think these next two weeks are recap best of shows huh and then they're back uh, in a little while okay so I don't know what we're gonna do for our next couple shows Uh, there's a lot of time to fill
0: yes there is (laughs) (laughs) I guess we're
1: not talking about Raw that whole time If you have suggestions for what we should be covering maybe watch the Ring of Honor or something let us know please Uh, tweet at us at go Home Show or email us GoHomeShow at mega sixty four
0: Well, I guess we'll have uh, Wrestle Kingdom
1: nine to cover. Wrestle Kingdom ten, even sorry, Wrestle Kingdom ten. We can go back here and watch Wrestle Kingdom nine, but it probably won't be very relevant. Yeah, good. fuck you, Brian. Let's see what happens when you make mistakes, piece of shit. All
0: right, well, if we ever go to Japan, I'm going to make you meet Stone Pitbull. And I'm going to tell him that you said. Did he... you see
1: him in the hype, like the hyper, yeah, hyper- barric chamber and thing?
0: I'm, I'm going to tell him that you thought it looked uh, <sighs> It looked dumb.
1: He's coming to ROH's 14th anniversary show. Oh, is he? he yeah, he's coming to the U.S. Oh. He's going to wrestle in ROH. Oh, do we know who? <coughs> Not yet. Fuck. I oh, don't know. That's going to be cool. I hope it's like O'Reilly. Dude, that'd be cool. Oh, I heard O'Reilly might not be signed with, uh, ROH anymore. I heard, uh, the kingdom, like Bennett, Maria, and Taven are all gone. Really? Yeah. I heard that O'Reilly and Fish might be gone. Like, huh. there, there's like a weird, like, contract shakeup going on over there. And then, uh, the rumor is TNA might be like, sn- like snatching people up, which is, uh, never good. This is a bad idea. Uh, hey, let's talk about Raw. Vince McKenna comes out and cuts a promo. Also, Tony Chimel is announcing tonight. Awesome. And, and I didn't know why, but then I, I found out it's because there was a house show the same night. That's why there were no, like, Wyatts, and that's why you had, like, a weird roster. Oh. Uh, yeah, exactly. See? I didn't know. Tony Chimel was announcing the show because of that. They had a they had a house show in Pennsylvania, I think. Um,
0: why book that? Was it a makeup match, or? No, I don't
1: know. They've done that before, and it's just, it's weird. Uh, huh. Vince McMahon comes out. He calls out Reigns, who appears. And then Roman Reigns says, yeah, you're a snob. And then Vince McMahon just goes, I'm a billionaire. I don't know how to tell you. Okay, it was just, that was just like a line that was so written. Yeah, It was like, ugh. Also, but there was a line that I actually really liked Roman Reigns here for the most part. Yeah, except for too. like the snobs thing.
0: Yeah,
1: <clears throat> There's a part where um, Vince McMahon is talking, but the crowd can't hear him. And the crowd starts chanting, we can't hear you. Mm-hmm. And then Roman Reigns just on his mic goes, speak up, old man. And it that to me showed a level of comfort where he went like, "Oh yeah, I belong here."
0: Yeah, and that made me believe that he belonged there. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I thought I thought <coughs> his reactions the last two weeks have been good. I think that he's a better reactionary character.
1: Yeah, he just he doesn't need this stuff scripted so hard. Mm-mm. So he had
0: that, and I thought it it made him look like he
1: belonged. And then um, there's Dan, there's Daniel Bryan chance and Vince McMahon goes, shut up rah, 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 rah. and then there's CM Punk chance, but he doesn't say anything to those.
0: I wonder
1: why. Weird. Hmm. So
0: weird. I don't. I still don't get CM Punk chance. I know.
1: Uh, Vince McMahon says that he used up the Samoans and stole their money, uh, which is weird to say because he, i probably did that with like a lot of wrestlers. So like saying something like that wasn't like, oh, he's a heel because he. I mean, that's like a heelish thing to say. Anybody? But al- but also that's
0: like. That's probably like partly true. That's probably what promoters always do.
1: And then he said, "You're one, you're one generation away from having a bone in your nose," which I I, I don't think he's referring to like you're a Samoan and you're a savage. I think he's referring to if you were a wrestler mm. and you're Samoan in this time period, you're one generation away from having a bone in your nose, which is uh, I want to say not correct because within the last ten years yeah. we had
0: Umaga, no, who was that character? Mm. Like No, never happened. Fucking weird. Never happened. Pro- prove it. Go find Umaga. You can't. He's not going anywhere.
1: Damn. Damn, dog. <laughs> fucking ice cold on Umaga right now.
0: Sorry, Umaga. <coughs>
1: Apologies to Umaga. Hey. Um <laughs> uh, Roman Reigns pushes Vince and then uh Vince is like, oh my neck. And then Stephanie comes down to her music and says Hey, cops arrest this guy. And then the cops say, we're not arresting Reigns and Stephanie, you need to calm down. And Stephanie goes, ah, and then Vince McMahon gets up and he's like, hey, hey, let's not, let's not do anything rash. Let's calm down. The cops tell him to calm down. Vince McMahon gets mad and then grabs the cop. And then, uh, the cop says, arrest this guy. So they arrest Vince McMahon. And, uh, I just wrote, what is going on? Ha 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 why did we why And then, we then I wrote, this? oh, Roman Reigns is still here. Yeah, he's still standing there. The best part of this whole thing is when the cop starts reading Miranda, like Miranda writes uh-huh. to uh to Vince McMahon, like you have the right to remain silent, all that. <clears throat> he's not on mic. So Roman Reigns sneaks over yeah. and just and just le- kind of leans in and goes like the microphone and like like smirks like eh, there you go. I thought that was yep. that showed a level of Roman Reigns that I really liked. I'd like to see more of that. For it, them. it was just uh, what you were saying, reactionary. Mm-hmm. I liked those parts of Roman Reigns where he goes, "Yeah, you're a snob, and this title belongs to the people. You're not Daniel Bryan. Shut the fuck up." Nope, that does not work. It does not work. It's, for so, dumb. it's mm-hmm. so dumb. It's so dumb. So Vince McMahon gets arrested and uh, goes to jail.
0: When was the last time we had a babyface <coughs> champion? Uh, was it Daniel Bryan? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So it's been a year and a half,
1: mm, roughly. Probably John Cena had the. Did John Cena have the title?
0: Oh, well, I guess, Yeah, I guess. Yeah, technically. Uh, no, because what's his name? Uh, Brock Lesnar won it at SummerSlam last year. From who? From John Cena. Okay, so John Cena had the title. So John Cena had the title from which match? That was the the ladder match with the um, mm-hmm. yeah the unification. So yeah, about a year and a half. Wow, that's that's pretty crazy. John Cena was a
1: babyface champion. Yeah, I, know. I don't I don't know what you're thinking. It's been about a year. Well, no, he lost it at SummerSlam, so yeah. it's been. Oh no, I guess that was SummerSlam last year, huh? Yeah, year and a half. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a year off. I'm like, yeah, SummerSlam this year. Oh no, that was Rollins. Yeah. Oh right. Okay, never mind. Uh, Owens versus Neville in, uh, there's 18 seconds of wrestling here. Owens gets the jobber entrance. Uh, there's an early kick to the head. Owens, uh, Neville goes for the red arrow, and then Owens avoids it, goes for the pop-up powerbomb, but it gets reversed into a pin. Again, like, 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. There, uh, there's a post-match beatdown by Kevin Owens where he's beating the shit out of Adrian Neville. There oh, are two, I loved it. Yep, there are two segments in, and there's 15 seconds of wrestling. Uh, the second beating, where Kevin Owens, like, leaves, we go to commercial, we come back, and adrian neville is like being carried out and yep. kevin owens just runs down blasts him turns him inside out with a clothesline and then toss him into the steps and he's gonna power bomb him into the apron until dean ambrose comes down and makes the save and they just beat the shit out of each other yep until uh kevin owens runs away <coughs> i loved it i thought that was a great segment segment
0: yep best segment ever
1: <laughs> yep the rock the rock will be at wrestlemania okay of becky lynch cuts course. a promo
0: okay
1: uh, I thought our promo was pretty good. Sasha versus Becky. This match is too long. I liked it, but this match is too long. Sasha, Sasha cuts a promo about how Boston is better than New York. Arm drags, arm bars. Becky does some chain wrestling at the beginning. Sasha does a nice lucha arm drag. Becky wraps Sasha in knots. Naomi distracts, uh, uh, sorry, Becky and the referee. And then Tamina pulls Sasha to the ropes. Uh, there's a baseball slide to Naomi. Then Sasha gets tossed to the outside and Becky dives, uh, from the top. Uh, All the way to the outside, and that was awesome. There Mm. needs to be more of that in these women's wrestling matches because that's what makes the crowd pop. You can't keep doing headlocks and arm, like arm drag, arm bars. Mm -mm. Because when you do that, the crowd, you lose the crowd, and hey, guess what the fuck happened in the middle of this match? They lost. It is like four minutes too long because they just were doing like these rest holds. If you got rid of those rest holds, this match ruled. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Like, and the worst part was that they had two commercial breaks in. Yep. Yep. Uh, double knees to Becky after she's hung on the top rope after doing arm drags and arm bars for a really long time. Uh, Sasha slows it down. Stop. Because then the crowd starts chanting boring. And I don't, I get it. This crowd wasn't great, but honestly they weren't given anything great tonight anyway. No, they weren't. Um, this match was slow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This match was it slow. It very It slow. got really slow. It got like, even
0: we were like, we talked about it and Brian just went, yeah, it lost me. Yeah, it, it it came back from commercial, and it was like, all right, cool, so of course he slowed it down during commercial, now start mm-hmm. hitting your spots, Yep. and they went back to arm bars, drags, and like, yep. head headlocks, yep. and, I, and I'm like, now I am i don't care anymore. Yep.
1: Becky gets momentum, uh, Sasha misses a splash and dives onto Naomi and Tamina on the outside, uh, she gets a backstabber, and then a straight jacket submission, which isn't a submission, it's just a rest hold, and it's like, oh god, fuck, come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, arm capture suplex into the corner by Becky. Tamina causes a distraction. Naomi kicks Becky in the head. Uh, this allows Sasha to hit the bank statement. But there's a roll through. Becky locks in the disarmor, and then there's a roll through into a roll up with the tights, and Sasha Banks gets the win. Good and finish. that that lets Charlotte come back next week and go, See, Becky, you need my help. You can't win by yourself. Mm-hmm. And that'll be that. Uh, Renee Young on the scene reporting. <coughs> she's on the scene, and she's Doing it, she's uh, at the police station going, "Hey, we're waiting for Vince McMahon's attorney and Stephanie McMahon to get here to do to let him out." Who's running a Raw? Oh my god! It's like we could have a Raw without the authority. Incredible. Uh, we have Kofi versus Kalisto next. The New Day comes out and cuts a promo, and they say they will fight your kids if you want. If they're misbehaving, New Day will come and fight your kids.
0: Hello, yeah, though. Don't take some money, they'll fight your kids.
1: New Day says they're gonna sing a song, but then they stop because you don't deserve a song because you did not vote for them for best tag team. And then they also are upset with you because they did not you they did not go voted for best OMG moment. They just they didn't get anything. Nope. And they they're p- pissed. Kalisto comes down, wrestles Kofi. Uh, Kalisto gets his shit in, looks really good. Woods gets kicked off the apron, and then gets Dove on by Cara. There's a Her by Kalisto, and Kofi eats the loss. Okay. Uh, then Woods gets on the, uh, he gets in the ring and he grabs the microphone and he says, yeah, well, guess what? There's another match and it's going to be Sinkara and paybacks of biggie Langston. And, uh, so it's going to be biggie versus Sinkara. This match starts. Sinkara gets pulled off the apron and dislocates his shoulder so hard. Had to rewind it and watch it. He's like pointing to his shoulder straight dislocated straight up straight up fucked up dislocated and 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 seeing it at the time i'm going it's dislocated Mm -hmm. and then later i guess he tweeted hey dislocated my shoulder but that Uh, wouldn't stop me from wrestling so like fucking props to that guy seriously because he still went in there and tried to have a pretty decent match and he did okay it's just that the crowd was like pretty out of it yeah um he dislocated his shoulder. He continues on with the match, and he's loopy as fuck. You can tell he's not. No. right there. He's he's trying to give it his all, but he's hurting. Uh, there's a tree of will reversal. Please stop this match because he's starting to do lion salts and dives. <laughs> stop, man! Like it's cool. Don't fucking die. Like it's raw. It's fine, dude. No, oh, it's all right, man. Like, like, really? You, fuck. You'll be all right. God damn! He does a second rope rolling fireman's carry. From the second rope, he does the fireman's carry like sen- like flipping senton. Like, what the fuck? You're to Biggie Langston, who's so heavy, and he's carrying him on a dislocated shoulder. What the fuck? What are
0: you doing? You gotta do this.
1: And then uh, there's distraction by Woods and Kofi, and then big uh, the ending. And uh Sin Cara eats the loss, and mm. I, I don't. I, I mean, fuck, man. Here we go, segment of the year. Miz comes out, and he's gonna go over what happened in 2015. Starting on January 1st, and then on January 2nd, and then on January 3rd. But Ryback interrupts, and he burps into the microphone. And then Goldust interrupts. And then Zack Ryder interrupts to, like, such a huge pop. And then R-Truth interrupts and tells everyone to vote for him for the Slammies a week late. Funny. I liked it. Heath Slater's funny. Heath Slater comes down to a pretty decent pop. Yeah. All right. And then I'm like, wow, this is, like, weird. Why do you have, all like, these jobber guys in the ring? And then Big Show comes down, and it's just like fuck it, it's just, po- it's not deflating a balloon, it's just fucking
0: popping it. Yeah. And going, oh, fuck this. It's, it's <laughs> filling a balloon up with diarrhea shit if i <laughs> somebody.
1: Uh, Big Show comes down, he cleans house, Truth tries to knock himself out, that, like, lays down, and gets tossed. That was the funniest I thought that. I thought that was really oh, funny. Oh, that was so funny. <sighs> I'm like lightheaded from coughing so much. Um, Ryback and Big Show face off, Ryback gets tossed outside. The the crowd chants, please retire at Big Show. And then Big Show enters himself into the Royal Rumble. He's the first entrant in the Royal Rumble. I don't think that enters. I don't think that means he enters number one. I
0: just think it means like, Hey, I'm the first person to declare I'm in the Royal Rumble. He said he wanted to enter number one. <coughs> Did he? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And then he wanted to go the whole way and, and win, which means that he'll enter number one, go the whole way and be the last one to be eliminated. There
1: you go. Well, he's a giant. Did you know he's a giant? Yeah. How can you eliminate a giant? How? Uh, ask Cesaro. The impossibility. The impossibility. Well,
0: I hope he's back at the Royal Rumble. Yep. What uh, if he wins the Royal Rumble. Uh
1: Ryback versus Big Show. Ryback hits a second rope missile dropkick. He goes for the meat hook clothesline, but Big Show rolls to the outside and just walks out. That's it. Uh Ambrose in the Usos <coughs> against uh Seamus, Rusev, and also Barrett's there in case you didn't know because he did not wrestle. He was simply there. He was. He was um, Seamus cuts a promo, says we should all be ashamed of ourselves, and Vince McMahon's a great man. Uh, Double atomic drop and a diving elbow to Rusev. This is boring chant. Yeah. 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 Uh, Hot tag to Ambrose. Heat on Ambrose. Hot tag to Tuso, uh, who Unoso gets his leg beat up, and then Tuso gets beat up and tossed into, like, a ring post. Rusev beats up the Usos. Seamus misses a broke kick. He gets super kicked. Barrett distracts Tuso as Tuso is on the top rope uh two goes for a splash but eats the knees then eats a broke kick uh and that's that match i mean really it's not anything to write home about Mm-mm. um post-match kevin owens comes out of nowhere attacks uh attacks dean ambrose and then just power bombs him through the announce table like violently pulls this like tears up the steel steps lines it up pulls dean ambrose up onto the steel steps power bombs him through the table looked awesome looked fucking great this violent Kevin Owens, like, Dean Ambrose feud, I fucking love That's it. It's great. It's this, the best thing on Raw. It's what I want. Something <coughs> en- engaging and exciting. Mm-hmm. The McMahons leave jail. Great. Vince McMahon is out. He got out. Cena versus Del Rio. John Cena comes out, and he cuts a promo. Um, crowd is, you know, split on him, whatever. Del Rio comes out, and he interrupts, and he says that it's not a title match. And then John Cena's upset, and he keeps trying to bait him into a title match. And Del Rio says no. And then finally, John Cena throws a shirt into the crowd, and the crowd throws it back, and he says, This crowd's tougher than you are. This is the home of uh Notorious B.I.G. and this is Jay-Z's house. And for some reason that makes Del Rio put the title on the line. <laughs> I actually thought this promo was okay. It was just like I don't really know why
0: this happened. I, I didn't I thought it was a title match to begin with. So did I. Um <coughs> I thought it was great that they that they did it this way for like the only reason of at the end it made sense yep because you're like uh, why are we why are we even messing around like i thought john cena was gonna win this title tonight
1: yep nope Uh, del rio controls it early Throws cena into the post also the promo ended they went to commercials they came back and the crowd was like red hot Mm -hmm. and then they came back from commercials and the crowd was dead (laughs) like if they would have started the match right there it would have been super hot yeah but they didn't i thought that was a mistake Mm -hmm. um apron enziguri by del rio cena rallies del rio blocks an attitude adjustment with a backstabber uh there's an aa into a cross arm breaker i thought that was the best move of the night the referee gets blasted like john cena goes for an aa del rio kicks the referee and the referee flies the length of the ring that was so crazy so fucking crazy uh Locks in the STF. Del Rio taps right away. So John Cena lets go right away. The League La- the League of Nations come down, but it's just Sheamus and um, it's just Sheamus and Rusev. Mm-hmm. So they come down and then they beat, put a beating on Cena. They super kick Cena, but he kicks out. Uh, there's a brogue kick, but uh, Rusev gets kicked instead. There's an AA to Sheamus, and then the kneeling super kick to Cena, but Cena kicks out. Attitude adjustment. To Alberto Del Rio, but as he's going for the pinfall, the League of Nations jumps John Cena for the disqualification. Where's Wade Barrett? Oh, he's still not wrestling. They no. just needed a warm body earlier. <coughs> that's, I mean, legitimately, that's that's all that yeah. is. The Usos make the save, but they're already beat up. Uh, there's a broke kick to John Cena. The Usos get tossed. Reigns comes in and s- just spears the shit out of Rusev. It is the best-looking spear he's ever done. Oh my
0: God. He
1: flew so far, and Rusev got blasted. It good. looked like awesome really good well, if all of his spears look like that i'd love roman reigns yeah i'd be like itching to see a spear every week mm-hmm. uh superman punched alberto del rio superman punched to sheamus and then he gets beat with a chair vince mcmahon comes out and he makes reigns versus sheamus with vince as the ref next week on raw and that is raw it is war uh brian what did you think of raw there
0: were maybe two things on it worth watching mm-hmm. otherwise everything else was like just slow and boring and stupid the whole Miss TV segment was like exactly everything I hear <coughs> about Raw. Uh-huh. T- t- almost 20 minutes of just why are, Why are we supposed to care? Uh-huh. I don't have a problem with any segment being there if it's trying to make me care, but it's just not reaching me personally. Fine. That's yep. just not for me. Yep. Who enjoys this? Nah. Uh-huh. Who enjoys Raw right now? I don't know because it's Kids? not very good. Kids must know. enjoy Raw. Yep. I don't uh-huh. know.
1: Okay. Well, a uh, cu- couple of emails. One from Austin B. When Bray Wyatt said that this was his year at the Rumble, did he mean that he'll be fighting dads for the entirety of 2015? Uh, for A message from Pierce B. I like it. I really didn't appreciate the call-out last episode. There's nothing wrong with liking Toyota pickups. Anyway, what do you guys think of the U.S. winning Tag Team of the Year? I think that they were injured half the year. Yeah. It was ridiculous. There you go. Uh, Ed. Remember when Carmella tried to make buy Felicia her catchphrase? That was dumb. Merry Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Jimmy telling us he went to a couple of indie shows. AAW, I think it was. And also he went to a WWE event. The live show was really entertaining. The first two matches were local guys. And one of them was a three-man tag match, which turned out to be one of the best matches of the night. One of the teams brought out a hoverboard and ran the ropes and did some moves. That were super entertaining. I didn't know he was at that show. I saw some video of that. That's cool. Uh, the matches uh, with the most notable names were super good. I got to see Chris Hero versus Colt Cabana and Tommaso Ciampa versus Mike Elgin.
0: Nice.
1: Elgin accidentally spit on me. That was super cool. <laughs> the live show was decent. The only notable part was Damien Sandow came out to his old music and we gave him a We Love Sandow chant. Bo Dallas also announced the beginning of his new undefeated streak. <laughs> Called Chicago Garbage, which I cannot disagree with. Then lost to Swagger. Then Gold Dust. Raw's getting increasingly hard to watch. Luckily, I don't have a podcast and can take a nice break. Thanks for suffering for me, boys. Well, we do it for you, Jimmy. Yep. Uh, and that's it. We wrapped up 2015. And uh, hopefully, we have a nice 2016. We'll see how much longer we do the podcast and how much longer we want to watch professional wrestling because God damn it, Raw sucks. But Lucha Underground coming back within a month.
0: Yeah, that will honestly make us probably keep watching.
1: So Cannot excited. Wait. So Cannot
0: excited. wait. But.
1: <coughs> Excuse me. NXT is not here the next two weeks. Yep. What should we watch instead? Email us or get a hold of us as we're wrapping episode up, uh, episode 90 up. Go Home Show at Mega64.com. On Twitter, at Go Home Show, facebook.com slash The Go Home Show, uh, YouTube.com slash Eric Bedour where you can see the video version of this podcast every week. Uh, Brian, we did it. 2015 in the books uh are there uh any final notes that you have for these fine feathered folks uh before we wrap up a new year yeah i just want to say uh rest in peace let me go home